I want to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able, place your hand over your heart right now. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a pre-born baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. We've partnered with Preborn because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescues 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter that doubles a baby's chances at life. By six weeks, eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a little baby is able to suck his or her thumb. For just $28, you can be the difference between the life or death of a child. And if you're a business owner, perhaps you can consider a larger donation for a write-off because we know the government isn't working on saving babies. A donation of 1000 2000 20000 All gifts are tax-deductible and will reach eternity. Get involved today to donate just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby that's pound 250 say the keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict that's preborn.com slash verdict two-thirds of americans are at risk to experience a blackout are you ready to protect your family well you could be with the patriot power solar generator 2000x This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict. Welcome. It is Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz, Ben Ferguson with you as well. And we have got a lot to talk about, including a new speaker of the House, plus breaking news that Hamas fighters were trained in Iran. What will America's response be to that? And also new information coming out from the FBI that apparently they received criminal information from over 40. I'm going to say that again, over 40 confidential sources on Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and James Biden. We're going to deal with all of that. But first, Senator, let's talk about who is the new speaker. A lot of people had never heard his name before. This is someone that came after weeks of of debate and different bigger names that you knew. This seems to be a really good, staunch, hardcore, conservative, principled individual you know him personally. So I do. Uh, Mike Johnson is, is, is a good man, and, and, and I, I think he's going to make a, an effective Speaker of the House. I think this is a very good development. Uh, Mike is from Louisiana. He's a member of the House, obviously. He's 51 years old. He's relatively young. Uh, he is smart. He's a constitutional lawyer. So his career, before he was in Congress— He was in the state legislature, but before that, he was a constitutional lawyer, and he worked with the Alliance Defending Freedom. Now, the Alliance Defending Freedom is a group that I know very, very well. Uh, They focus principally on religious liberty, and and they 
litigate cases all over the country, including at the U.S. Supreme Court, in defense of religious liberty. And and Mike worked for ADF, uh, ADL for years, and 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 the, and did a terrific job. Uh, Mike now is or had been prior to being elected speaker uh, was the ranking member on the Constitution subcommittee of the of the House Judiciary Committee. Now, at the same time, I'm the ranking member uh, on the Constitution Subcommittee of the Senate Judiciary Committee. So we have the same roles in, in our respective houses. Now, Mike was also, he was a conservative talk radio host in Louisiana. Uh, he also, in the House, uh, he served as chair of the Republican Study Committee, which is a large group of, of the more conservative House members. And until he was elected speaker, he was vice chair of the House Republican Conference. Mike is someone who is a conservative. He's an evangelical Christian. He's a Southern Baptist. Um, But he's also someone who gets along with everyone, whose personality. uh, He is not he's not someone who gets in people's faces. He's not someone who at, at the end of the day, look, we had an enormous battle where Kevin McCarthy was toppled. That caused lots of really rough and hurt feelings. Then we had a whole battle where Steve Scalise made a run uh, at being Speaker. Steve, who's also from Louisiana, it's interesting that you're going to have likely the top two Republicans in the House, both from Louisiana. And Steve is a good guy. Steve is a friend of mine. I like Steve. Uh, Steve came up short. A different group of House members voted against Steve than voted against Kevin. Then you had the run for Jim Jordan, and Jim was the, the one person that, that, that I publicly endorsed. And, and in that, Ben, I made an ex- exception. So in 11 years in the Senate, I've always stayed out of House leadership battles. I figure we got enough fights in the Senate. Why get in the middle of fights there? I made an exception for Jim because Jim is someone I've worked together very, very closely. He's a strong conservative leader, and I, I enthusiastically endorse Jim. By the way, Mike Johnson also enthusiastically endorsed Jim. Jim made a hard run at it, and at the end of the day, he couldn't get the votes. There were a group of, of, of Republicans, mostly moderates, uh, who kept voting no, who said no to Jim Jordan. And, and then finally, it ended up, after a few more rounds, it ended up with, with Mike Johnson. Mike, look, I, I think this is a very positive development. I can tell you, Mike and I, uh, over the past couple of years, he and I have together led multiple amicus briefs at the U.S. Supreme Court, where he was the House lead, I was the Senate lead. Mike and I together led an amicus bl- brief in the case of Groff versus DeJoy, which was a big victory we talked about on this podcast, Yeah, where, where the Supreme Court upheld religious liberty in particular with a, with a post office employee who wanted to observe the Sabbath, and the post office said, no, you can't, and the Supreme Court 6-3 ruled in his favor and protected his religious liberty. Mike and I teamed up for the amicus winning that. And then Mike and I also teamed up in an amicus together on Gonzalez versus Google, which is a case where we were urging the court to take on big tech censorship and to defend free speech. And so I think Mike's job's not going to be easy. Being Speaker of the House with this incredibly narrow majority, just four Republicans, if any five Republicans go run for the hills, you're in trouble. It is an unbelievably difficult job, but 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 I'm confident in Mike, and, and I'm optimistic, and, I, and I've already reached out to him and said, hey, congrats. I said it is a big friggin' deal. 
and and I look forward to you and me working together because we got a lot to do delivering on our promises for the American people. You know, one of the things I think is so cool about him is his mentor is actually Jim Jordan. Uh, He also served as legal defense for Trump during both impeachment. He voted against all Ukraine spending after the initial bill. Uh, And he he also, uh, I think this is really cool. He clearly cares about his faith. He was very open about that as he took that gavel uh, and, and also was seen praying beforehand during that vote. Uh, and this is a guy that I, I don't guess really had an ambition to be the speaker, per se. It was more like, all right, I'm going to serve if you want me to serve. And, and, and everybody got behind him. He got every Republican except for one that, that didn't vote. This is pretty awesome, I think, for a, a happy ending to a tough three weeks overall you know it it, it is and and i'm reminded of one of my kind of key political advisors right when the battle over over jordan was happening and i was asking what do you think do you think jim can pull it out and as i said i was publicly endorsing him and and this this member of my team said i think the next guy who gets nominated will become speaker And, and and there was some wisdom to that 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 you had you had hurt feelings, the battle over McCarthy, it was rough, and people's feelings were hurt, and they were angry. And then the battle over Scalise, and that was rough, and people's feelings were hurt, and then they were angry. And then in the middle of the battle over Jim, where a lot of people were engaged, again, it was rough. And, and I think Mike had the advantage of coming next. There was, there was a moment with Tom Emmer, but, but Trump came out hard against him, and I think that torpedoed his run. And then Mike was seen as a consensus choice. He's a conservative, so conservatives were willing to support him. But yet his temperament is mild-mannered enough that the moderates were not scared of him. Now, this is not going to be an easy job. I do not envy him the choices because he's going to be, to say hurting cats is a massive understatement to the job he has to do. So I... I'm sympathetic to how difficult it is, but I, th- I think he's a good and capable man, and I'm, I'm proud of him uh, going forward because Lord knows our country is in crisis and we need strong conservative leadership in the House. If you are a guy and you're getting a little bit older and you feel like that you have lost some of your strength and your vitality, and weakness is setting in, complacency is setting in, maybe you just don't feel like yourself. You want to go out and be more active, but you just feel like you are complacent and fatigued. Well, you're not alone. The problem is men's testosterone levels are off a cliff historically at an all-time low. Thankfully, the Patriots at Chalk are here to help real American men take back your right to proudly maximize your masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking the Chalk Male Vitality Stack now for months. I can tell you it works. It's manufactured right here in the U.S. of A., and Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy, on your focus, on your mood, and it is going to be a game changer. You can maximize your masculinity today by going to chalkchoq.com. You can boost your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Use the promo code BEN. You'll get 35% off any Chalk subscription for life. So use the promo code BEN, and 35% off is what you're going to save. Chalk.com. Promo code BEN for 35% off. That's Chalk, C-H-O-Q dot com.
I want to get to some other big topics here, Senator, that we, we teased at the beginning. And, and one of them is one that I'm not shocked by. You and I have talked about this. Uh, the relationship between terrorist organizations, Hamas and Hezbollah uh, and Iran. We know that Iran was involved in giving safe haven during af- and after 9-11 when we were fighting in Afghanistan uh, and fighting in Iraq. And now this new report is out that the Hamas fighters that, that, that did this attack on Israel, trained in Iran, uh, and this is something, uh, I guess you'd say, of a massive bombshell that this happened, and, and what does this mean for our response to it as a country when they train there against one of our biggest allies in the Middle East? Well, the Wall Street Journal has broken this story, and it's a bombshell. Uh, the Journal reported, quote, in the weeks leading up to Hamas's October 7th attacks on Israel, Hundreds of the Palestinian Islamist militant groups fighters received specialized combat training in Iran, according to people familiar with the intelligence related to the assault. Roughly 500 militants from Hamas and an allied group, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, participated in the exercises in September. Now it's October right now. September's last month, which were led by officers of the Quds Force the foreign operation arm of the Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. Uh, senior Palestinian officials and Iranian Brigadier General Esmail Kwani, the head of the Quds, Quds Force, also attended. Now, this is a huge damn deal. We, we've talked about before how the Journal has reported that Iran planned this attack, they funded this attack, they directed this attack. And by the way, the Biden administration has been furiously spinning against this. They've been saying, no, no, there's no evidence Iran was involved. This was not Iran. This was not Iran. This is not Iran. And you can understand why. Because these idiots have flowed nearly $100 billion into Iran. And so they they are desperate to say Iran is not involved. I, I got to say, even though I was not surprised that Iran had planned and directed this, the fact that 500 plus of the Hamas death squad terrorists trained in Iran last month. You know what that means? That training was effectively paid for by Joe Biden. So Joe Biden and the Democrats, who have been the Iran appeasement squad for two and a half years, they can take credit. We trained the mass murderers who killed over 1,400 Israelis, who killed 31 Americans, who, who raped women and young girls. Connect those dots, by the way, because you know what's going to happen. Some some psycho <laughs> fact checker is going to sit here and go, oh, I can't believe that Senator Ted Cruz said this. Let, let's connect those dots so people truly understand why you're saying this. Okay. So assuming the journal reporting is accurate, and I have no reason to doubt that it is, over 500 of the terrorists who committed these acts of mass murder trained physically in Iran by the Quds forces just last month that's the training of a military invasion that that is preparing people to commit the greatest act of mass murder against jews in a single day since the holocaust iran trained them now we've discussed on this podcast at great length nearly 100 billion dollars has flown it flowed into iran from joe biden and the democrats six billion in the ransom for five American hostages, 10 billion from Iraq that they flowed several weeks earlier, and over 80 billion 
because Joe Biden and the Democrats refuse to enforce oil sanctions and they're allowing Iran even today to be selling two million barrels a day of oil, mostly to communist China. That money, what do you think it went to? Listen, I'm going to start with two really damn simple principles. Stop giving money to terrorists who want to murder us, number one. Amen. And number two, stop letting into this country terrorists who want to murder us. This combination is horrible. They're flooding cash to psychopaths who want to kill us and who want to kill Israelis. And they're letting them into this country. And they are inviting something really, really bad, Ben. And 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 what, by the way, is the Biden administration's answer to this? Immediately after this terror attack, what do they say? We want to send another hundred million to Gaza because it's worked so well sending money to terrorists. Let's send them some more money because surely they won't use this more money to kill yet more Israelis and more Americans. It is insanity. I have to ask you another question about the intelligence breakdown here. We spend a lot of money center on intelligence. Obviously, Israel does as well. I have a concern that everyone seemed to miss 500 people training in Iran for this type of an invasion. But what concerns me even more is if we missed this and if the best intelligence services in the world missed it combined, Israel and the U.S., what could we be missing when it comes to Iran getting a nuclear weapon? That's the reason why I'm asking the question. It's a very good question. Or for that matter, what could we be missing about say, Iran training 500 terrorists in Mexico to invade our southern border and carry out a mass murder just like the kind they carried out in Israel. Look, that's a question that's horrifying to ask. But we have seen the Ayatollah chants death to America. And it is a strange thing. Today's Democrats don't seem to want to believe him when he says that. I, I believe him. I believe if he could murder a thousand Americans tomorrow, he would. If he could murder 10,000 Americans tomorrow, he would. If he could murder a million Americans tomorrow, he would. If he could murder a hundred million Americans tomorrow, he would. And what is particularly terrifying, look, we've seen mass murdering despots before, but it is relatively rare to see a mass murdering despot who is driven by a a theocratic urge, a, a, a theocratic urge that that celebrates death and suicide. And so, listen, if Iran launched a massive terror attack in in the United States, even a commander-in-chief as utterly weak and impotent as Joe Biden would be forced to respond. And presumably many Iranians would die. The problem is the Ayatollah, I think, might be perfectly happy to let many Iranians die if he could murder Americans and he could murder Jews. That's when, when you have a theocratic radicalism ordinary cost-benefit analysis doesn't work senator i also got to ask you about our our focus and i'm talking about specifically the priorities of the biden administration we have spent a hell of a lot of time uh, or this administration has focusing on quotas and kumbayaism and 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 having men that dress like women be in military uh, and, and all these you know, key roles. We've seen them uh, be obsessed with going after anyone that was in or around the Capitol on January 6th. There was a, a video that came out of a guy's home being raided that didn't even go into the Capitol. And, and this has been going on now for a couple of years. 
is my concern is, and I want to know if it's your concern, is that they're not focusing on the right issue here, and they have all of of these these people they've weaponized for political purposes staring down at Americans instead of looking at terrorist activities, whether it be here or around the world. Look, unfortunately, you're exactly right. Joe Biden and the Democrats are fundamentally unserious about national security, about protecting America from the very real enemies we have. Uh, you know, if you look back at this Wall Street Journal reporting on, on, on what happened here, I, I want to read you some more details. Quote, Hamas attackers used aerial drones to disable Israeli observation posts and high-tech surveillance equipment. Some used paragliders to fly into Israel. Others rode on motorcycles, commonly used by Iranian paramilitary groups, but not by Hamas until October 7th. U.S. officials said Iran has regularly trained militants in Iran and elsewhere, but they have no indications of a mass training right before the attack. U.S. officials and the people familiar with the intelligence said they have no information to suggest Iran conducted training specifically to prepare for the events of October 7th. On Wednesday, Israel's military offered some of its most blunt comments yet on Iran's role in aiding Hamas and other militant groups. Quote, before the war... Iran directly assisted Hamas with money, training and weapons and technological know-how, said Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, the military's chief spokesman. Even now, Iran is helping Hamas with intelligence. And while this is going on... Can you say that again? Even now... Wait, let's go back to that, because that's a really important point that people need to make sure they understand, as the White House has been running away from this fact. You just said even now, Iran is helping Hamas right now. With intelligence. That's the quote from from Israel's chief military spokesman. Even now, Iran is helping Hamas with intelligence. And even now, Joe Biden and the Democrats are still not enforcing oil sanctions. So they're allowing Iran to sell two million barrels of oil a day. And they're using that money to fund their military, to fund their intelligence, to fund their terrorism, to fund Hamas, to fund Hezbollah, to fund terrorists that, that are trying to murder former U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, that are for, trying to murder former National Security Advisor John Bolton, that are trying to murder former Assistant Secretary of State Brian Hook. All of this is being funded by money the Democrats are allowing to flood in. And that doesn't even begin to touch the security threat from our southern border. Democrats treat national security as political PR. Everything is about politics. Look, go back to the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. Joe Biden and the apparatchiks in the White House decided we want to pull out of Afghanistan by September 11th. Why? Because we want to hold a big press conference and say, see, on the anniversary of 9-11, we're out of Afghanistan. Now, the military said, well, hold on a second. We need sufficient forces there to evacuate people safely. We don't want our soldiers to die. We don't want Americans to die. We don't want the Afghans who assisted us to die. And the White House said, nope. Tough luck, get out. We got a political deadline to happen. And so we abandoned Bagram Airfield. We ended up doing the evacuation through Kabul International Air- Airport, a, uh, a commercial airport in a dense urban environment, and 13 servicemen and women were murdered as a result of it. It's the same approach. It's a cavalier approach that it's all about politics rather than a seriousness. Listen, we know tomorrow and the next day and the next day Israelis are going to be murdered by Hamas. And, and what is Joe Biden proposing? Let's send another $100 million to Gaza. Gaza's controlled by Hamas. Let's send them out another $100 million because that's clearly what the terrorists who are at war with Israel need is more 
money. And I pray to God that the attack doesn't come here at home, but I believe every day the responsibility lies on the head of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Merrick Garland and Chris Ray and this entire administration that is too busy focusing on their own political agendas rather than defending the American people. Final question on this before we get to the Biden crime family and the shocking news of FBI informants. Does America have an obligation if everything that the Wall Street Journal is saying uh, comes out to be 100 percent factual? We have no reason to believe it's not. But does the United States of America, does Joe Biden's administration have uh, an obligation to respond to Iran militarily if this is all, in fact, solid? Well, in addition to everything we've been discussing, Iran has been regularly attacking and Hamas has been regularly attacking American military targets. We have seen multiple servicemen and women, American servicemen and women injured. And to date, the Biden administration has done not a damn thing. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart to heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think I'm covered. No worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com and let's explain this more. This is over the last couple of weeks. People, yes. I, this has not been covered by the news. So we probably need to explain this real quick. American military targets have been being hit in the Middle East. Particularly in Iraq. Last, is particularly Iraq over the last couple of weeks since this attack on Israel happened. And, and, and multiple servicemen and women, American servicemen and women have been injured. 
And Joe Biden hadn't said anything about it, hadn't done anything about it. Look, these guys still want a grand Iran nuclear deal. And, and so they're terrified to actually criticize Iran. They've, they've gotten up to saying Hamas is bad, and all it took was them murdering 1,400 Israelis and 31 Americans for them to say Hamas is bad. But the people who funded it, who trained it, who brought them to Iran, who gave the training se- se- sessions, who taught them how to do this, this administration still won't take them on. It, it is insanity. Patriot Mobile for 10 years has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they are literally the only one. The team at Patriot Mobile are incredible because they are an American-based company with an American-based call center that helps proud Americans just like you that are conservatives and Christian know that when they pay their bill every month, you're actually making a difference and standing up for what you believe in. So stop sending your money to woke companies that are fighting against your values. You may not realize it, but Big Mobile, they have been giving millions to liberal Democrats and to places like Planned Parenthood. Well, Patriot Mobile has decided to do something else, and I love this about them as a company. For every verdict listener that switches your cell phone provider to Patriot Mobile, they are going to make an initial donation to an organization that helps protect the lives of unborn children. It is pretty awesome. And then every month when you pay your bill, they take a portion of your bill at no extra cost to you, and they give it back to hardcore conservative Christian organizations. They stand up for freedom of speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, as well as our military, our veterans, and first responder heroes. So you're going to have a bill every month for a cell phone. Why not put it with a company that fights for what you believe in? 100% U.S.-based customer service team is there to help make switching easy. You can keep your same cell phone number you have now. Keep your same phone or upgrade to a new one. Call Patriot Mobile, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code VERDICT. You'll get free activation and the best deals of the year. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com. I want to move to this other big topic as well, and that is this Fox News report that has come out saying, quote, the FBI maintained more than 40 confidential human sources on various criminal matters related to the Biden family, including President Joe Biden, dating back to his time as the vice president, according to information obtained by Senator Chuck Grassley. You've got a lot more on this, and I want you to take it from there. Well, that's exactly right. The, the evidence against Joe Biden and the Biden crime family has extended for a long time. Uh, the, according to the Fox News reporting, the confidential human sources providing criminal information to the FBI uh, relating to Joe Biden, James Biden, and Hunter Biden. Those confidential human sources were managed by multiple FBI field offices across the nation, including the FBI's Seattle field office. Uh, But, and this is something also that my colleague Chuck Grassley has learned and reported, an FBI task force within the Washington field office sought to, and in some cases successfully, shut down reporting and information from those sources by falsely discrediting the information as foreign disinformation that effort caused investigative activities to cease so understand they're getting confidential human source after confidential human source after confidential human source saying these guys are crooks 
These guys are selling favors from Joe Biden to foreign nationals, to foreign oligarchs, to corrupt Ukrainians, to corrupt Russians, to corrupt Chinese, to to foreigners. And the response of, of the top brass at the FBI is, nope, nope, we don't want that. Shut it down. Don't talk about this. This is foreign disinformation. The disinformation was coming all right, but sadly it was from the FBI. And Senator, your colleague Grassley alleges, in essence, that look, the FBI and the DOJ were, in essence, part of a cover-up here. They sought to shut down the investigations into the Biden while knowing that the FBI had received this criminal information from over 40 confidential sources. Now, to be clear, 40 sources, Senator, is a hell of a lot of confidential sources. When you're talking about people that are telling you about illegal activity they believe they're witnessing on Hunter Biden, on James Biden, on Joe Biden, and then they're like, yeah, yeah, we know about this. We just want to shut it down. That's not normal. So that's exactly right. The, the only thing that, that, that I disagree with you is, is you said that Grassley alleged this is, in essence, a cover-up. No, he didn't say, in essence, a cover-up. He alleged it was flat-out a cover-up. Let me quote from Chuck Grassley. Quote, based on the information provided to my office over a period of years by multiple credible whistleblowers, there appears to be an effort within the Justice Department and FBI to shut down investigative activity related to the Biden family. Such decisions point to a significant political bias infecting the decision-making of not only the attorney general and FBI director, but also line agents and prosecutors. And I got to say, the politicization of the FBI, particularly under Joe Biden, and the politicization of DOJ is, is one of the worst and most damaging legacies of this administration. Put your lawyer hat on for a second. Explain this terminology used. It says the confidential human sources, quote, provided criminal information to the FBI relating to Joe Biden, James Biden and Hunter Biden. Those confidential human sources were managed by multiple FBI field offices across the nation, including the FBI's Seattle field office. So when when they use words like provided criminal information, what does that mean? That means you've got individuals, informants, who are coming forward saying, hey, I have an ev- evidence of a crime, evidence of a crime committed by Joe Biden or Hunter Biden or James Biden. Now, some of them may not have been telling the truth. Some of them may not have been pointing to actual crimes. But when you have 40 different sources coming by, coming up saying, I've got evidence of a crime, that's unusual. That doesn't happen. Uh, you know, ordinary public servants don't live a life where you have 40 people coming forward saying, hey, I've got evidence of a crime. And by the way, there are millions of dollars flooding into them from communist China and Ukraine and Russia and everywhere else like that. That is not typical. Look, I serve in the United States Senate. My colleagues are not getting millions of dollars from communist China or Russia or Ukraine. That is exceedingly unusual. And to have 40 different sources coming forward, a normal law enforcement process would say, hey, this is really concerning. We need to investigate this, what's going on. And, and what Grassley is alleging is that the evidence is the FBI field office in D.C. shut it down and said, nope, ixnay on the Iden Bay investigation, eh? Like, like, like they just did not want to look into crimes committed by Joe Biden. And, and I got to say uh, that. Well, and they also used the words they wanted to shut down, or they did, the Washington field office, uh, in some cases, successfully shut down 
reporting. So they were saying, see no evil, hear no evil. If you have something that deals with the Biden last name, we don't even want you to report it, much less give us the information that we would receive. We don't even want it to come in the door. Well, and, and, and this is part of this is the consequence of the whole Russia, Russia, Russia nonsense. And, and we saw for years the FBI and DOJ wage war on Donald Trump, alleging Russia, Russia, Russia. And we now know the vast majority of that was nonsense. It was made up. It was fabricated, included actually an assistant general counsel at the FBI, literally fabricating an email, creating a false email and submitting it to a federal court, which is a felony. Uh, because they hated Donald Trump so much that they wanted to go after him. But the danger of the Russia, Russia, Russia narrative is when you had the Hunter Biden laptop, the FBI could just say, well, this is Russia disinformation. Never mind that at this point, Hunter Biden's lawyers have have essentially admitted, yes, it is his laptop. By alleging all evidence of criminality is Russian disinformation, they convinced law enforcement to ignore what, what is enormous evidence of corrupt conduct by hunter biden james biden and joe biden well and one of those critical fd 1023s we talked extensively on verdict about uh was first reported earlier this year it was that form that included the reporting from a quote highly credible confidential human source who alleged a criminal bribery scheme between then vice president joe biden his son, Hunter Biden, and the founder and the CEO of that Ukrainian natural gas firm, Burisma, where we know that Hunter Biden was on the board. If if that's one example of what we were getting from these 40 plus informants, what other intel do we do we not have? And, and is there a way to go to the FBI and for you guys and sent to even get it? Well, we don't know. There should be. But unfortunately, this FBI and this DOJ believes that they are not accountable to the United States Congress. They're not accountable to the American people. So when you ask them, their standard answer is piss off, go jump in a lake. We will not answer your questions. And there's an arrogance. There's a contempt. Look, we we had and we talked about this in a previous pod, a deputy director of, of the FBI where I was questioning him. And, and, and as I asked questions, he said, well, I don't want to answer that. And he said, I asked, why not? Because I don't want to. Like, who the hell? What do you mean you don't want to? This is not just a chat at a coffee house, damn it. You're giving testimony in front of the Judiciary Committee of the United States Senate. And you have an obligation. You're giving testimony on behalf of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. But there is a hubris on the part of these individuals, these partisans who are at the senior career positions that they believe how dare you question what we're doing? And, and, and I got to say, look, I'm an alumnus of DOJ. I, I respect and revere the institution, and they have corrupted it to a point that it is heartbreaking and it is dangerous for the rule of law and it's dangerous for liberty in the United States. I want to tell you real quick about our friends at Augusta Precious Metals. If you're like me and you've wanted to buy gold for years, there's lots of commercials out there. So who can you really trust? Well, I didn't want a bad investment, but I didn't want to miss the boat either. And that probably sounds familiar to a lot of you. Fortunately for you, I've got great news. If you have an IRA or a 401k and want to buy physical gold, 
Eliminate fear and uncertainty from the process using the new Gold IRA Company Integrity Checklist. It helps you evaluate and choose the best Gold IRA Company. Now, I used it personally to vet Augusta Precious Metals, and I bought gold from Augusta Precious Metals myself. In fact, just a few weeks ago, I got a new package with new gold and silver that I decided to purchase. This checklist is the best way for you to check out a gold IRA company. And you can get your free gold IRA company integrity checklist today. All you have to do is text the word BEN to 68592. Text the word BEN, B-E-N, to 68592. That's the word BEN, B-E-N, to 68592. Or you can go online to AugustaPreciousMetals.com or call them and get the investor's guide on gold. 877, the number four, gold IRA. That's 877, the number four, gold IRA or AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Last question for you. Next time the Attorney General Merrick Garland comes before Congress, what questions should he be asked about this? A lot, but but I will say, even to our beloved listeners at Verdict, I'm not going to give a preview of the questions I'm going to ask. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out probably <laughs> the day before and the day that Merrick Garland arrives. It will be time-sensitive, but it, but it will be driven by all of these issues because I view my responsibility. Listen, when I'm sitting there, it's not just me asking questions. I, you know, I'm elected to represent 30 million Texans, and so I'm trying to do my very best to ask questions on behalf of 30 million Texans, to ask questions that Texans have a right to know. And sometimes I do it well, sometimes I do it less than well. That's, that's the, 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 the blessing and curse of being human. But, but I'm trying to fulfill my responsibility to the people of Texas of defending the Constitution and the rule of law so you can be assured the next time Merrick Garland testifies in, in the Senate Judiciary Committee, we're going to be talking about it on verdict afterwards, and I'm going to do my very, very best to ask the questions that 30 million Texans want asked. Yeah, great point. Don't forget, uh, we will keep you updated on this. I can promise you that. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe, follow, or auto-download button uh, wherever you're listening so that you don't miss an episode of Verdict. We also have our uh, weekend review, some of the things you may have missed deeper in the podcast that we put together for you on Saturday, so you can have that on the weekend as well. Uh, and also, please make sure you share this podcast. It helps tremendously when you Write us a five-star review wherever you're listening and share it on social media, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are on social media. And the Senator and I will see you back here Saturday for our weekend review. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. 
HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today.